This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip chip a people who did not sleep well last night because they watched a horror movie. Unless you're us, in which it just puts us to sleep so well. Yeah, no, that's true crime, which is uh, even worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, sometimes I listen to true crime podcast um, to take naps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you do that. Well, it makes sense to me because the reason I can't nap is because my brain is too wild. But if I'm listening to something... Like, I can't listen to a self-help podcast because then I'm thinking about how I can apply the information to my life and, like, but just a really gripping story out like a light. My my brain turns off. That's good to know. That's also interesting based on what puts you to sleep when we're watching TV at night, too. Yeah. And what doesn't. Comfort C- shows. Certain things amp you. Yes. Like, reality TV amps you. Oh, we can't watch Love is Blind before mm. we go to bed because I get so amped. Yeah. So am. That works better than caffeine for you. Yeah. I'm just like, why is he acting like that? Doesn't she understand that he has anxious attachment and she should be more aware of that? Are we talking about Tina and Jimmy Jr.? (laughs) That's a good one. Um, I'm, oh my God. I would so, maybe we'll do it on our Patreon, but I would love Stop looking at Biscuit. I'm sorry. He's lo- he's it giving you the cutest so eyes right cute. now. It's so cute. I think I need to post this in our carousel for this episode because he looks so cute the way he's looking at you. Go look at our carousel right now on Bob's credits on Instagram because the way Biscuit is looking at Skylar while she's recording is adorable. It's adorable, but what he's really saying is like, this isn't all we're doing today, right? Yeah, this is boring to me. Yeah. Look at my eyes. Play with me. Feel guilty. 
Um, but I, on our Patreon, I would so go through all the characters and assess their attachment style. If you're not, if you don't know what attachment style is, look it up. It's like the number one thing that helped me in all my relationships. But I would love to do that. Oh, well, there might be some bonus episodes in there at so, patreon.com slash Bob's credits. And speaking of Patreon, okay, we have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger upon their name. All right. All right. <laughs> thank you so much, James Valentine. I've got something to tell you about James Valentine after I burger pun James's name here. Okay. James Valentine, moving forward, you will be known as the Flames... Ooh. Scallion Time Burger. Oh. It's a fillet. Wonderful. It's a fillet with some scallion and thyme. Oh, I was getting like flames. Flames works too. That's It can be flame grilled. I love it. Yeah. I love all of it. I just want to say when I asked James if he wanted me to include his last name, he said I could either do his actual name and last name or he is known as Banana Custard as a cosplayer. And he has an account, Banana Custard Costuming, and you have to go follow him and see his oh cosplays. My gosh. They're incredible, but the most incredible one is he dresses up like David Tennant as Doctor Who. David Tennant, who we love from Broadchurch. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I knew you would get <laughs> who he was. But James looks identical. Splitting. Are you going to show this is to me? Is it splitting image or spitting image? Spitting. Spit, spitting. It's splitting or spitting image of David Tennant as Doctor Who. Let it's incredible. See. Oh my God. He looks just like him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll put this in our carousel. James, you made the carousel. People are going to love seeing that. I'll do a little side by side of uh, David Tennant and James as Doctor Who. But love it. Thank you, James, for joining us on Patreon and supporting us there. And we hope you're enjoying all of the bonuses and the little community that yes. is the most delightful community Skylar and I have ever encountered. Uh, One million percent. Nicest um, people over there. I do also want to say that if you are an introvert or shy and you have been thinking about joining our Patreon, but the Discord feels like really overwhelming and do you have to chime in? We are introverts over here. We have so much content for you. And in terms of Discord, you can always read and just like people's comments, just be an observer. I just want you to know you don't feel like you have to have all these brilliant ideas about Bob's Burgers to join in. It, we are for everyone, introverts, extroverts. You will find your place. So yeah, it's it's a lot of fun there, and everyone is super welcoming. So we hope yeah. to see some more of you there. Also, speaking of everyone's wel welcome, um, the non tech savvy too. We got you. Oh yeah, we yeah. can help you. We'll help you we, out. We didn't know what we were doing when we first set oh, it up. Oh, we had so, no idea. Yeah. Well, we got a, a double date to get to. Max, are you ready? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's just a little sneak preview, but I think we need to play a little Bob pun or Max pun first so I can get warmed up. Warmed up. Warmed up. This week we are doing Store Next Door. Okay. okay. I think I I I did it all last week. You did. You went you went four and oh last week, so the pressure's on. Yeah. Your first pun is Lady in the Clamp, hardware for her. Bob's. Yes. Your next pun is the Lord of the Swings, playground equipment. 
Max. Yes. Here we go. Your next pun is, every little thing is going to be all bright. Lighting. Max. Yes. And your final pun is, bend over backwards. Yoga. Bob's. Max. Oh, my God. You were so close. So close. Still a winning record. Still a winning record. Keep that streak going. All right. I'm so excited. Yay for me. (laughs) Sorry. I have, I was telling Max before we started recording, I have like Friday summer fever. Max and I decided not to do any of the work that we absolutely needed to do this morning and drove to Starbucks drive through instead. I just feel like I need to be out in like a one piece swimsuit, slip and sliding and like throwing water balloons at people right now. We the- can we can do that. I just got to be careful of my arm. Oh, dear God. Oh, we got to tell that story. I'm not even sure I'm ready to tell the story. We got to tell it. Because right. it just happened. For those of you who follow us on Bob's credits at Instagram. It was my birthday, and Skylar put together a lovely post. Um, if you scroll to it, it's it's the picture of me from our wedding is on our in, Instagram in, our, in a suit. Yeah, you can read the caption; it's still there. It has been unedited. And Skylar teased my present that I hadn't gotten yet with "P.S. You're going to flip when you open your present." To those reading, pray neither of us ends up in the hospital. I did write that. What was my present? A hoverboard, which has been kind of like an inside joke with us for years. Every time we see a hoverboard, you're like, Skylar, I need one. Yeah. If you don't know what they are, when you see children, children. It's usually children. Zipping around on like those two-wheeler things that don't have any like handles or anything on it, that's that's a hoverboard. Yeah. What happened? You ended up in the hospital. Yes, we ended up in urgent care. I flew off this thing <laughs> and had such a hard fall on hard concrete and landed on my arm. And we thought it was a really bad break, honestly. It was so bad. Yeah, urgent care put me in like a splint that was almost a cast and said I should go after the x-rays that I should go see an orthopedist. ASAP. Yeah. And apparently I fractured a bone in my elbow. And my wrist. Radial neck. Radial head. No, 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 no. The first doctor said radial head, but others are saying radial neck. Okay. Well, whatever that is. Yeah. It was scary, but it's been almost a week now, and I've got a lot of my mobility back. I'm not in a cast. You also have like a chip of bone that fell off your hand. Yeah, that no one seems concerned about. No one, they're like, it's fine. It's just like this bone like floating in the x-ray. Yeah. So I just got to take it easy. I'm not in a cast or a splint or anything, and I've got a lot of mobility back, and there's just a little bit of pain when I do turn mm-hmm. it certain ways, but I got pretty lucky. I think it was just funny, I quote funny, that I ended up in urgent care after you posted that. The, we didn't expect me to actually end up in urgent care. Of course not. And like when we were at the, the peak, I just, I was like, oh my God, I manifested this. Should I edit the caption? <laughs> like, and... It's so funny, the waves of funny to devastated. We kept going like, this is hilarious. Oh my God, we're devastated. This is hilarious. Oh my God, we're devastated. Because we kept getting different info from doctors. And when it first happened, it was bad. Like, it was a really hard fall. And like, I told you to sit down and you never 
sit down when I tell you to sit down. Like Max loves standing up. So when you sat your butt down so fast, I was like, oh my God, this is really serious. I thought I was going to pass out. It was yeah. like, it must have been from like the pain and the shock, but I like, it was, I, it, yeah. I started like losing vision. It was, it was, it was a bad fall. And we're so grateful because uh, it could have been a lot worse. Um, yeah. I could have hit my head on the cement. I could have popped the bone out. I could have hurt my leg, something like that. But I uh, like stayed awake the whole night, one night, because I was like, what if I, what if I like paralyzed Max? It was like, I went there. It was so, so bad. And we're so lucky. And we've just decided we're going to remain being cautious people. Yeah. It's not for us. This, this adventuring is not for us. Okay. End of story. You're healthy. We're happy. It's good. Hoverboards are death machines. I will forever be. I will not promote hoverboards on this podcast. Nope. I don't care how much they pay me. Uh, it is my full time job now to. You're anti hoverboard. Uh, yes, I'm going to get these things regulated. Sorry, kids. Okay. The just to top this conversation off, the tagline of the hoverboard I bought was hoverboard blah 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 blah. Safety is our number one priority. That's their tagline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We are going to skip Skylar's sides because we did Skylar's sad story time instead today. So let's dive right into the episode. That sounds great. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season eight, episode 14, please? The title is The Trouble with Doubles. When Linda and Bob get roped into a devil date, they naturally end up at an escape room with a rat and an emotional support dog running loose. Meanwhile, Louise hosts a zombie movie night while Tina's babysitting. The film is terrifying. And so, to get everyone to leave before the rents return, she pulls out the feel-good film of the century, her singing to her poop song tape. This episode came out on April 15th, 2018. It was written by Holly Schlesinger and directed by Ian Hamilton. Oh, boy, do I have feelings about this episode. Okay. Oh, boy. I know. I know you do. First, before we go into all, like, the deep feelings. Yeah. I loved this episode. Love it so much. I loved every beat of it. I loved the scary movie night with the candy as entrance um, fee. The Linda and Bob storyline is so relatable. This is a perfect episode. To yeah, me. I know we keep saying this, but season eight is such a good season. Yeah, and I'm curious when we're done with this podcast down the road, what we're going to think is like the best collection of episodes from a season. Um, but season eight is a strong season. Yeah, so six, seven, eight. We'll have to put them head to head eventually. I think even the most recent season might be up there too. Season they, 13 was incredible. I don't know if they were just on like a new high after the movie came out and they weren't all trying to do both. I don't eight. Mwah. I love it. I love it. It'll be interesting to see what the season after the writer's strike is like, because we potentially have an actor strike. So we will see. Could be a rough, rough go for a little while for yep. us. Okay, yeah. Tell me your thoughts on this episode, Max. Probably the most relatable episode for me. The most, I know I say I relate to Bob so much, but I think every line Bob had in this episode, <laughs> Skylar looked at me like, you've said that. You've said that. This I, is you. This is you. 
I was watching Max watch the episode because I just wanted to see his reaction because he was just nodding with Bob. Yeah. And and why is he so relatable? New couple dates are tough for me. They are tough for me. I'm open to them. Are you? With like are Bob. You? Like Bob. If you are got you kinda you? like yeah, you kinda gotta get me out there. I'll go on them and stuff, but You're not open to them. Okay. That's why I related to Linda so much. She was like, let's just try it. Like, we're gonna have fun. And then she has that great montage, which I'll talk about now because it does come back to us in the credits. What do they do on her little dream of what the fabulous couples dates will be? I just remember the train. Like, Pumping yeah, whatever thing. that thing is. Yeah. <laughs> the old timey. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I interrupted you. Continue. I just have a hard time on couples dates. And I, I, I also like, like just going on them. I, I have the same feelings as Bob. And then when I'm on them, it's like, when is this over? Like, it feels like it should be over now. Why is this not over? Why are we still going? Like, what's okay, we did the date. Like, why are we, why is this still going? Why can't we be all be at home now? <laughs> it's so true. I think, I think it's not couples dates. It's just, well, couples dates in particular, because you have like four personalities. And the, the thing is you don't even know if you like these people yet. So it's like a first date. It's totally like a first date. Oh, and the sharing of food during Sing it. I Sing hate it, that so much. I'm with Linda. Like, if you're gonna share things, you got to get like two of everything. No, I don't want one shrimp off my like appetizer platter. I want at least three or four of those babies. So yes, we are getting multiples because what's the point? So when I first moved to LA, family style sharing was very in in LA. I mean, it's obviously in now. Like, I love that type of dining. But I remember going to this restaurant called Tar and Roses, which is so good. Highly recommend. And Max and I went with my boss and his girlfriend. And I had been raving about these dumplings for so long. And Max only got one of them because, like, we were sharing. Like, we were... (laughs) I'm still angry about it. I'm still upset about it. It's not enough dumplings. No, it's absolutely not enough dumplings. One dumpling is not enough dumplings. They're called dumplings, not dumpling. (laughs) I want that on a shirt. And the other thing is, if you're ordering with people you don't know, like you don't know their preferences and you don't know their style, and we went on a couple's date and this guy like took over the ordering. Yeah, like didn't let us order. He just kind of we like so started. Stressed. We're like, what, what's going on here? What what's happening? He didn't consult with us and or his wife. No, and he ordered something like that. His wife doesn't eat or she couldn't eat. She was a vegetarian, yeah. and he ordered like all meat stuff. I like literally said to her, "Are you going to have enough to eat?" And she's like, "Oh, I'll be fine." I was like, "Okay," and I just remember we were at kind of not a cheap restaurant and. I was just like, he kept ordering and I was like, oh my God, this bill is going to be so expensive. And like, we were not prepared for it. It was crazy. Okay. Anyway. I will say that there are different kinds of couple dates and some of them are harder than others. So like couple dates when, let's say you both, both people in the couple already know the other couple kind of, you know, are, and have a rapport with them already. Oh, that's so different. Fun. When it's someone like, when it's someone like 
both people in the couple don't know them yet. They just kind of like met somewhere mm-hmm. and like, oh, let's go. That's tough. But also when it's one person in the couple either knows the couple, the other couple they're going to meet, mm-hmm. or just one person in the couple and you're trying to let it's it's tough. I know what you are referring to. Yeah, but I was thinking, yes, that's <laughs> that's recent. But also I think about like you having to meet like my couple friends and, you know. Yeah. It's I hard. Just, it is hard. I just, women are just taught to have to just like fit in wherever we are and just, you know, be loved by everyone. So it's like something I, I was raised to do and it's exhausting in a different way than it is for you. It will, and it's also exhausting for you because I gas out pretty quickly It's horrible. Uh, as an extreme introvert and you kind of have to carry. Well, I'm gassed out too. It's just like someone has to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad when I gas out, but I just, okay. I honestly have nothing left. I have nothing left to say. I have nothing left. And I did not get enough uh, protein from my dumpling no. to keep me going. You did not. The most ridiculous thing to me also is when you're with someone at dinner and you have to go to another location for dessert. <laughs> so the fact that they were going to another location for dessert, when that restaurant probably had plenty of good desserts, if you Fabulous. just wanted to get a dessert. Paprika yeah. and pepper, is that and then, what it's called? Yeah. And then the change of plans, because they saw an escape room and they love escape rooms. No. Lars. The dog. The dog, which would be a bonus for me on a couple's date, but not if the dog was sniffing my crotch the entire time. So Bob's crotch was soaking. Yeah. Soaking. Yeah. That's not, that's not a good time. I do love the rat chasing Lars around. Yes. That would happen to Biscuit. Yes. Uh, Biscuit would see the rat, get excited, and they would probably start chasing him. And he'd be like, nope, this is not for me. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I noticed that when they start butting heads with this couple, that mm-hmm. this is another big-lipped woman that Linda is butting <laughs> heads with, which... I was just noticing her hair because I I think her hairstyle is so adorable. So I did not notice her lips. Let's talk about the couple really quick. Nicholas Donahue and Ruth Ann Donahue. Okay. They are the parents of... uh, I I forgot what the kid's name is who's in Gene's class, but he says he's bad at math and... I forgot what what Gene knows about him, but he doesn't know much. Yeah. Nicholas Donahue is voiced by John Gemberling who will also hear as the voice of Nico Parkon in Saw Side Story in season 12, who is Linda's cousin. Oh, okay. Interesting. Ruth Donahue is voiced by Tammy Satcher, who is a comedy writer who's worked on shows like How I Met Your Mother, 30 Rock, Inside Amy Schumer, a whole bunch of like funny, successful shows. Okay, cool. Yeah, those are the two characters. We meet in this episode. I love it. And if anyone's like, why are they talking about her lips? We have this theory created by Jeff from our Discord Patreon that anyone that's like a nemesis of Linda has very big lips. <laughs> like Colleen Caviello. Yeah. Uh, and Deirdre Deer, from the art. Yeah. Uh, chalk art episode. Art crawl, not that. No. Uh, eat not Spray art Linda? Yes, that's yes, the one. Yes, it's Freelanda, yeah. Okay, B-Story, because I love it. The kids have a secret horror movie night with this hilarious Jewish deli zombie movie, again with the living dead. Great name. So funny. This is giving me major childhood nostalgia, too. One, inviting boys over when you shouldn't. Did is, you ever do that? Y- no, I had a boyfriend come over. My mom was out of town. And my mom said, no boys. And so my boyfriend came over and he brought his friend. And his friend brought like this big bottle of vodka. But I didn't drink in high school at all. My dad was an alcoholic. I wanted like nothing to do with it. So we sat there with this unopened bottle of vodka watching Harry Potter. Like I thought we were actually going to watch Harry Potter when I pitched that plan. But – Apparently, they wanted to get drunk, but like I wanted to watch Harry Potter, okay? Wow. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever did that. I do think the last, the, the horror movie that sticks out in my mind that I got together with all friends and watched was, it was when Blair Witch had come out <gasps> and there was all this, like it was getting all this word of mouth and there was like, is this real or is this fake? And I got a copy of it on vhs or a dvd mm-hmm. at the time i don't remember what it was it was like a pirated copy almost so it oh felt even God. it added to the lore and I, I told everyone i got it and my friends came over i think we was at my dad's apartment he let me use his apartment for the night and all my friends came over oh. and we watched blair witch and it scared the crap out of me it was just so creepy and real yes. that afterwards i was like i did not want to go outside at all 
That's you are everyone in attendance at this sleepover. Or it's not a sleepover at yeah. this movie. But I love the scary movie, the candy thing. I love Louise collecting the candy and then like before they put the movie on, she sits with it on her side all by by the couch <laughs> and she starts snacking away on a chocolate bar. She's she's everything. Nobody else gets any. I love that girl so much. Um Andy and Ollie are such a special added treat to this. The perfect duo to watch a horror movie. Oh, they absolutely. have each other to cling on to. And likewise with Zeke and Jimmy Jr., they were just delightful as as a couple. Yeah, Tina's upset because she wants to comfort Jimmy Jr., but Zeke's there, and we know Zeke is yep. going to get all the love. I love their little, like, when Zeke gets really dramatic, he's like, I'm never going to open my eyes again. And Jimmy's like, no, you have to. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I love their relationship. It's so funny. So this is, you mentioned Andy and Ola. This is the first <laughs> speaking appearance for the two of them in season eight. So welcome to- It's about to, time. Yeah, welcome back, Silverman sisters. We missed you. And it's also the first speaking appearance in almost two seasons for Daryl. So we get Aww. Aziz and Sari back. Who would you be- at the watch party. I would be Scaredy Cat Daryl. Yeah, again, I, I'm trying to think of what movie, but yeah, I, I, I was scared of horror movies as a kid. I obviously love them. I was scared of horror movies as an adult, too. I only really got brave enough to watch the really scary ones when I had someone to sleep next to. I know. Me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched Paranormal Activity as a fully grown man in the theaters, and when I went home that night, I could not sleep. Mm-hmm. In my own apartment, and I stayed up all night. That is so scary. <sighs> yeah, it's I stayed so up all scary. night. I convinced my friends to go out drinking and convinced them to go out after this is the introvert Max. Yeah, yeah. After the bar closed and stayed up <laughs> drinking with me, I didn't tell them I'd seen Paranormal Activity, but that was my plan, and That's I kept hilarious. everyone up all night partying just because I was scared oh to go to sleep. Oh my gosh. I spent my whole life trying to avoid horror movies, and then I took a genre class in college, and I remember watching Halloween was my first horror movie. And I remember walking to my car. It was a night class in the pitch dark, and it it's so scary being alone after a horror film. And then I made you walk first through the Halloween Haunted House maze at Universal Studios yeah, last year. Yeah, I pushed someone on accident Yeah, I got really scared. Whoops. Like, go! <laughs> Whoops. Go! <laughs> yeah, and home invasion films will always scare me more than anything. Like, supernatural stuff does not scare me. Home invasion is scary, obviously, because that's the most real. realistic. Yeah. Um, but supernatural scares me a little bit, too. Okay, we talked about that this is the first speaking appearance of Daryl, first speaking appearance of Andy Nolly. This is also the first episode of season eight with no Teddy. Oh, boo. Yeah, we miss Teddy. What do you think he's doing? Uh, he doesn't get it. He's, he can't go on the couple's date and he can't go. He's not invited to the kid's secret scary nights. So he's probably just at home, maybe fixing something. Extra therapy sessions. Yeah, maybe he's with I Dr. Marjorie. I was hoping maybe he was on a date. He could be. Yeah. The only other fun fact I have for you is that, hey, beginning of this episode, second episode in a row, we see the TV, this time in the family home, not in the restaurant, with another Sofa Queen commercial. Which I like, but I'm honestly ready for a different commercial. I am too, but man, they have paid for... Those ads on the, on TV, unless the Belters are always watching the same thing. I don't know. 
the same channel, maybe. Do those furniture commercials remind you of your childhood? Oh, totally. Like, ugh, they're horrible. Yeah. I had a commercial. I can't remember what the, the furniture store was, mm-hmm. but their tagline was the store with less overhead. And the man was wearing a toupee in the commercial and always took his toupee off less overhead <laughs> for that part. You are kidding. You <laughs> if made I can that fi- up. If I can find it, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'll find a clip and put it in our carousel. <laughs> That would haunt my and there was always adult like self. there was always one man in like a mattress that they cut out so his face could point through the mattress and he had a mustache and he just oh I'll, I'll find it it was in it was in the valley in Los of Angeles of course it was in the valley <clears throat> oh my gosh I wonder if they're still around I hope so I they hope did so they too. they made some uh, great commercials anything else you want to say about the episode before we get into the end credits wait we haven't talked about Tina's poop song oh you're right wow. Max. I'm glad you mentioned that. Tina's poop song to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is the cutest fucking thing in the world. It absolutely is. I love that she takes one for the team. Ultimate babysitter move, Tina. You did it. You made everyone feel safe enough to go home at your own expense. This is not an age of Tina we've seen yet. We've seen like really baby Tina. We have seen... Right. I don't think we've seen this like kind of in-between toddler Tina. The bangs and the glasses. It's just... So cute. This is why I relate to Tina so much, because I'm totally the type of person that would get, like, too attached to inanimate objects. <laughs> Whenever Max throws something out, I'm always like, do you want to say goodbye? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. I just love this so much. And I think it is, it's beloved by the fandom, too. I think you could say Tina's poop song, and everyone would be like, oh, Tina's poop song. Yeah, and it feels very relatable, more than not. Like, I wonder if uh, we're not parents, if any parents out there have had this experience with their kids, this especially, like, that yeah. they, like, want to say goodbye to their poopies. <laughs> <laughs> I also love, like, I just love any teen drama stuff. So, like, her having to show this video in front of her crush Absolutely love it. But one of my favorite lines is it's either Andy or Ollie explaining the only way they'd be comfortable walking back to their house is if there's just a line of adults from here to their house, each giving them hugs along the way. It yeah. was just, it made me laugh so much. And I missed, I missed having them in episodes so much. They should be in more because they are Jimmy Jr. siblings. Yeah, I think there's a very huge lack of Andy Nolly over the course of the series. Should we get into the end credits? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the last moment, the family has reunited in the living room. And they're kind of just like discussing what happened. And Bob is aware that the kids are acting funny with all the lamps in the living room and the lights on. Yep. They say they were playing the lamp game and they won. <laughs> And here we go. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going to need to sleep with a kitchen knife. Is that going to be a problem? Did you guys watch something scary? No, (laughs) but maybe I'll sleep in your bed, too, just to keep the knife company. Wait, I want in on that action. Yay, my little bed bugs. Best couple friends. We're going to be best couple friends. Tell me what happens as we get into the end credits, Skylar. Where are we? What's happening here? Classic end credits. Well, we're in the kitchen. Yeah. We're in the kitchen. A little more zoomed out, though, just slightly. Yeah. I can't tell. But the girls aren't there. Linda's dance moves, I think. Linda's dancing, and her dance moves really remind me of the bleakening dancing. Yeah. She has those 
big pointy elbows and she has the, like the longest legs ever and bob is there singing singing away with her yeah they're singing the song and it sounds it's like a little bit like um new orleans kind of like marching mm-hmm, bands mm-hmm. or like big band style yeah this song yeah all right so i'm gonna say two like mop like puppets like they've dressed the mops up as their double date yeah with lettuce faces and ketchup for the eyes and mouth yeah so the head is lettuce and then it looks like the mop is the woman's hair they've dressed them up and uh, you can see kind of in the background that tina is controlling the woman and Louise, oh, I didn't notice that. And Louise is con- is kind of like in the coat, controlling oh, the man. Her. Yeah, you can see her little ears in there. Hey everyone, it is Max. I am just popping in here to tell you all that I am an idiot, and it is very clearly Jean holding the woman mannequin mop thingy in these end credits, and not Tina. So I am off to go get my eyes checked ASAP, and you can just enjoy the rest of this episode. I did not see that. Yeah, they're controlling the two the two uh, little mannequins. Best couple friends, we're gonna be best couple friends. We go break together like tonics and gins. I love that. So line. the little mannequins are swaying back and forth as Louise and Tina are moving them. Linda is doing is going all out with those elbows and the legs, and Bob does a little like uh chicken wing flaps too yes he finally I gets into it love hearing h john benjamin's voice with john roberts i know and, and the character's voice together too it's really cute that they're singing together me bob too. doesn't always get in on the action me too i love it someone's on a double couple date someone's having fun someone's on an all-time train thingy because we rented one really best couple friends we're gonna be best couple friends so then we get like a musical mashup. Mm-hmm. What do we hear? Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. That song, right? Which is a train song. That's what it is, right? It's like a what? Yeah, a train song. What's that song called? Hang on. I thought it was about cheating. Yeah, it's called. It's uh, it's the song is I've been working on the railroad. Oh right, right, right. I've, I've been working, working on, on the, the railroad. railroad. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Which. We heard in the episode during Linda's double date fantasies, mm-hmm. Bob's still bouncing up and down, which is great. Then we get Linda, she brings out her hat, her engineer, her engineer, hat. engineer cap. What did she say? I rented what? And Bob goes, Really? Yeah, it's so funny. Rented one of those old train thingies. <laughs> Yes, that is yeah, the Yeah, I'll go through title. the lyrics in a second. I miss the B story in here a little bit because I loved it so much. I um, love the music. I love the brass. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's A. Uh, 8.5. Oh, okay. I'm going to give them a, a 9. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah, I just love the style of song. Mm-hmm. I love Bob and Linda being the kooky ones in this these end credits. Uh, so, and they're like back together after having 
to like not be themselves during this date which is really nice yeah and i love these little like mannequins that the kids have built it's not they didn't just bring in these characters that we just saw to like that's be true in this with them it's the kids controlling these mannequins it's so good can you read the lyrics for us oh yeah i guess maybe i should have read those before we scored because they might it's true there might be a change here but okay so the song is best couple friends we're going to be best couple friends all four of us are going to be friends till the end Best couple friends. We're going to be best couple friends. We go great together like tonics and gins, and we'll be singing. Someone's on a double couple date. Someone's having fun. Someone's on an old train thingy because we rented one. Really? <laughs> really? I love and that And then part. best couple friends. We're going to be best couple friends. All four of us are going to be friends till the end. I do love it. I, I love the gin and tonic line. Just tickles me. Uh, but I got, I got all of that when I watched it the first time. So I'm going to stick with my, my score. Okay. I'm going to stick with mine too. It just leaves me feeling good. And Bob's does that the best. Um, so those are the end credits to the trouble with doubles. Thank you everyone for listening. Go follow us right now on Instagram at Bob's credits, because that's where the carousel is with all those images and clips you want to see from this episode you just listened to and, uh, follow us on threads. This is our first threads thing is threads still going to be around we don't know by the time this comes out yeah of course it'll be around but we're there if you want to follow us go subscribe to patreon patreon.com slash bob's credits if you want to support us it's a great way to do it but if you want to support us without having to spend a dime leave us a review wherever you listen but mostly on apple's podcast it helps us out so much that would be wonderful um and they melt our hearts when we read them Love them. Thank you to everyone who's done that so far. Skylar, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I guess I'm just going to say, because we're watching a horror movie tonight, stay spooky. And I'm going to say, stay just in one couple, because while we rent that horror movie, we're going to order food, and I don't want to share with another couple. We are not sharing. Good. I'm going to order you some dumplings, too. My little dumpling. Thank you. See you all next time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.